Hello, I am Avery or Hazel or Kylie. You can just pick one. I don't care. Hello, I am Lily. And welcome to the From the Closet podcast. Today, we are covering Ant-Man and the Wasp. The first one, not Quantumania. Um, which, I guess, is technically and- the second Ant-Man movie. It's it's weird, it's screwy, whatever. Um, but yeah, obviously this podcast will contain spoilers for said movie. If you would like to avoid them, there will be a link in the description below to the Just Watch page for this movie, which itself will have links to all the places you can rent, purchase, or stream this movie, with price comparisons for renting and purchasing. Uh, for us here in the U.S., it is available for streaming on Disney+. Plus. Also in the description, you'll find a link to our Patreon, where you can vote on future episodes of this show, as well as get access to episodes before they re- release, as well as early access to episodes of our sister show, Off the Shelf, which is about books. Speaking of future episodes, you can join us next week for Fantasia and the Dragon Prince Book 2 Sky. You can join us next month for uh, Captain Marvel. But yeah, um, also in the description, you will find a link to Anchor.fm, which is now Spotify for podcasters, which itself has links to every platform this podcast is on, as well as links to our Instagram and Twitter. And yes, we are going to keep calling it Twitter until it dies. Now we can say Uh, um, we are not uploading to Twitter because it's fucking dead. (laughs) Yeah, that would be nice. Uh, I, I honestly would just like it to die. Um, but it's so convenient but, to just like all I have to do is just hit one button, and then episode um gets um um announced. Posted. Sorry, I just could not think yeah. of the word announced. Tweeted. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, with all that said, please get out if you'd like to sp- avoid spoilers. Because we're going to start talking about the movie now. We got through the intro stuff pretty quickly, actually. And really, probably just anything before this in the Marvel timeline. Sorry, what? And you're probably me discussing, oh. you know, Infinity War as well. Yeah, I mean, spoilers for anything before this. Not necessarily in the Marvel timeline, but in Marvel... Releases? Oh, yeah, sorry, re- release order, I forgot, I forgot timeline and release is not, uh, my brain is slow today. Yeah, I mean, the very next movie that we're covering takes place before Iron Man, so. Ah! <laughs> but yeah, um, and then again, you could probably not expect any, uh, it, I, I, I'd say it's a safe bet you could not expect any spoilers for the Netflix shows. <laughs> Considering neither one of us have Netflix seen them. Netflix show? Yeah, the shows that Netflix made. What else would it be? Netflix makes shows? That's crazy. Yeah. But, um... I mean, I guess before we dive in, I I do want to talk about the weird coincidence of our recording date, because I found out while I was watching the movie that the book Look Out for the Little Guy, which is an in-universe book written by Scott Lang, releases today, like uh, on the day we're recording this. Not on the day it releases, mind you, uh, 
for those of you listening, we record these ahead that's of time. Like, but that's like next week. Yeah. But the book, the actual book released today on the day of recording, which I find hilarious. Weird coincidence. This was not planned at all. We don't plan things. We do plan things, but not not like that. <laughs> it'd, yeah, be, it'd be um, weird uh, planning if it was like that. Yeah, it, it would. But regardless, well, let's actually like dive into this movie. Um, so one of the first things I wrote down was just another little inconsistency that arises from the their explanation of how Ant-Man's powers work in the first movie. Uh, hmm. If you remember, they, they were like, oh, uh, in the first movie, they stated that the Pym particles are shrinking the distance between atoms. So for starters, you shouldn't be able to go subatomic, but we already covered that in the first movie. But they also should not be able to just carry the fucking lab around like it's a fucking suitcase. It should be way too heavy. Yeah, I mean, it. they need an explanation for why Ant-Man, you know, doesn't just get fucking crushed by everything and can actually punch people. But they didn't bother to give an explanation to, you know, making other things small. The comics sort of got a cop-out answer where it was, like, temporarily teleporting some of the mass to an alternate dimension. But... Wow, that's a cop-out. Like, like, that that's a massive yeah, cop-out. It is, but it at least works. Like, that, that, that's but, actually a disgusting amount of cop-out. It really is. <laughs> I mean, it, I don't think it's worse than the whole thing with Doomsday killing Superman and being like, oh, actually, no, they did, it, Doomsday didn't kill him. It, he just put him into a healing coma. But, I don't know. It's, it's hard to be worse than that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, inconsistencies, whatever. Ant-Man, more like inconsistency, man. Speaking of inconsistencies, we gotta talk about Ghost. Ghost is the bane of everyone's existence, it seems. Um, so, for starters, Ghost is, uh, if not a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, at least in the custody of S.H.I.E.L.D., from what we learn in this movie, uh, for, like, a decent chunk of time. Um... So where the fuck was she during Avengers 1, or Winter Soldier, or at minimum at least Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 1? Because it's very much implied she doesn't know that S.H.I.E.L.D. is actually still a thing. Um, so I mean, knowing like just her, she probably wasn't at like a high enough clearance level to even know that Agent Coulson is still alive. Well, he's not anymore. 
Okay, well, that that was not a um, bombshell to be dropped here. <laughs> I mean, then again, it, it is on his it. fucking wiki, so. Yeah, it is. But regardless, I don't know. Like, it's weird that she wasn't ever addressed in any of the other properties. And then the weird thing is, after this movie, we've never seen her again. So we don't know her current status. Like, she could be alive. She could be very much dead. We don't know if she blipped. Uh, we don't know if she survived the snap and then died of her condition. Um, we don't know that, like, whether she blipped or not. Like, if she did blip, we don't know if she was able to get her healing particles. Because that's the reason Scott went to the quantum realm in the first place. Um, in the post credit scene. And the funny thing is, we don't actually see him return with them when he does return. Goodbye, inconsistencies. You know, yeah, we don't have any inconsistencies if we just don't talk about her. Hey, yeah. Though, okay, I will, I will give the benefit of the doubt. Shield is big, and there is a good chance of her not being there in Avengers. I do have to say it's a little bit suspicious on Captain America the Winter Soldier, though. Not Winter Soldier. Yeah, see. Wait. Yeah. It was because Winter Soldier. Yeah, because they're actively being hunted, and who's the best person for a you know, hunting job than a hitman? Or a sass, you know what I mean. I mean, to be fair, that was Hydra trying to take down Captain America, so... There was that, but... I mean, why don't... I don't know. Actually, that's another thing. Why isn't she a part of Hydra? You know, I don't Hydra think she would, would be... I don't hmm. think she has the right temperament to be part of Hydra. They'd have had to brainwash her. I mean, Avery, her compliance will be rewarded. Yeah. I, I don't think she'd much care. Her parents are dead... And she's in constant pain and could die at any moment. I, I, I don't think Hydra could really threaten her with anything that would um, would work. Hmm. Maybe you're right. So yeah, I don't know. Um, as a villain for this movie, because it's really just her and um, the one business dude who wanted to sell the lab... Um, um, like just Tex those, like the embodiment of Texas, um, dipshit, um, businessman. Yeah, I mean, as villains for this movie, they're fine. I don't necessarily think this movie needed to have a villain, but it's whatever. I mean, I gotta, yeah, they're just they existed. I mean, this movie is just like, what the hell happened after um, Ant-Man, um, you know, was in Civil War? Yeah, like, this movie very much heavily ties back into Civil War. Like, pretty much every movie in Phase 3 has had some kind of tie-in tie to Civil War. And the only one that's really not... The only ones that haven't are Doctor Strange 
and Captain Marvel also won't, just because it takes place long before it. Um, yeah. And not just uh, Civil War, but also the fucking Sokovia Accords as well. Yeah. I mean, oh, and I guess Spider-Man Far From Home doesn't really tie into Civil War, but Homecoming did, uh, because it, like, literally starts just after Civil War. What about uh, Ragnarok? Thor Ragnarok, um, I guess that one doesn't either. I mean, the only real tie-in, and it's kind of... No, 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 that was... The, I, I was going to say the post-credit scene of uh, Civil War, but no, I'm thinking of the post-credit scene in Doctor Strange. Yeah. Yeah, the only thing... Yeah, so the only tie-in uh, to any other movie, really, is just Doctor Strange appearing. Yeah, so... But, I mean, still, a lot of movies go back to Civil War. Like, uh, just a lot of movies in Phase 3. Because we have Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, we have uh, Infinity War. There are some tie-ins there. Because, like, Cap and Tony still have not made up yet at where we are in the MCU. Um, and then you have Black Panther uh, and the whole fallout from the events of Civil War. Uh, in Wakanda, you have, um, I'm trying to think of what other movies were there. I, I, even Endgame has some tie-ins with Civil War. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I guess it is just four or five movies, something like that. Um, yeah. But still, needing that many movies to deal with the fallout of Civil War means that what happened in Civil War was a big deal. Of course, uh, Civil War just led right into um, Infinity War. Yeah, I mean, because it's questionable whether... Like, it's questionable whether or not Thanos could have won against a unified Avengers team. But they would have had a better chance. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe they'd have had a better chance. Who knows? Either way, this COVID core is bad. And, um... Okay, so, why were the fucking doctor being hunted by the FBI again? Uh, are you talking about Hank Pym? Yeah. Uh, because Scott was using his tech uh, during Civil War. I see. So, like, they violated the Accords. Like, it, Jimmy Woo actually explained it. And in fact, you know, just, just on Jimmy Woo in particular, he and Luis are some of the best parts of this movie. They are both hilarious. And I am so glad Jimmy Woo comes back later. Actually, oh my not god, it's the truth serum. Yeah, truth serum. Fucking love that. Especially after, like, we had that whole truth serum thing in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which actually turned out to be fake, funny enough. But, that was huh. great. Yeah, because, um, 
What 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 did um? Oh my god, I forgot about that. I haven't had to mention this character for so long. I actually kind of almost forgotten him. Yeah, Agent Ward. Yeah, it. What did Agent Ward says like level one overshare? Something like a level one override. I don't know. It was something no, no, they no, were I, doing to trick Daisy. No, he said something like level something overshare. I remember that. I just forgot what level it was, I'll be honest. Yeah, I, I mean, either way, they were doing it to trick Daisy. Uh, to be more um, trusting. Which is funny, because they wanted her to be more trusting by lying to her. I mean, technically, um, the lie was um, just more truth. Kind of? The, I don't get paid enough for yeah, the, uh, these hard-hitting questions. That whole, situ that whole situation was weird. But yeah, so we've, we've dealt with funny. the ghost thing. I, I do want to talk about a couple of interesting things regarding um, some of the things that Janet says in this movie. Um, she says she has two interesting lines. Um, hmm. She mentions that Time works differently in the quantum realm. She also said space works differently, which is interesting. And then hmm. she mentions that uh, it later in the post-credit scene, she says, don't get sucked into a time vortex. We won't be able to save you. So those are two very, very interesting lines, and I just want you to keep those in mind. I'm more confused about the last one, if I'm being honest. But whatever. But yeah, um... So, Janet's been down in the Quantum Realm for 30 years. That's gonna have some very interesting repercussions in Ant-Man 3. Uh, cause there's a lot of stuff going on down there that, um... She, uh, didn't talk about in this movie. Hmm. But she does give a lot of warning. She did give a lot of warnings about the Quantum Realm to Scott before he went in. Because uh, Quantum Realm's actually a lot more dangerous than Hank Pym thought. Huh. I wonder how she even survived. You'll find out. But we we will get to that later. This but, movie, you know, though, um, before she fucking died in this movie, and anyone else that could help, um, Scott. I mean, yeah. I mean, they all uh, they all got blipped out of existence. I mm. will say. The way Scott gets out, you're gonna feel like it's a cop-out, but realistically, it was most likely inevitable that it was going to happen this way. I feel like I already kn I mean, I knew, like, some details about um, him escaping. Though, funny enough, I didn't know from what... 
I just knew how. So, casually up to this point, I'm now starting to understand. Yeah. Or, actually, you I know, don't even know. I, I think this is... I know half of the how. Yeah. I think it's uh, kind of interesting, like, someone like you going on this journey through the MCU and coming to understand a lot of the little references that people have made and the little... Being able to fit little pieces of knowledge that you had about the MCU into place within the overall picture, I think it's that's got to be a pretty interesting experience, right? You know, kind of. There's not. Um, I swear, I had something like that before. Yeah, I mean, for me, it was just. Um, I didn't even get to watch most of the movies in order as they were coming out. Um, like, I hadn't seen, like, when I when I watched Black Panther, I hadn't seen Civil War, for example. Um, huh. So, like, there was, there was a lot going on. I think pretty much ever since, ever since in, um, I would say after Infinity War, I went back and I watched everything I had missed. And ever since then, I've been seeing the movies in order and everything. Um, and the TV shows as well. Uh, now that those are a thing that are more directly tied in uh, to the movies. Or at least and a little some bit of them easier are. to watch. Some of them have... Some some of them haven't been tied into the movies at all yet. Like, Moon Knight. <laughs> Moon Knight has not tied into anything whatsoever. Um, so that's that can fine. happen, I guess. I, I, but yeah, you know, we're I getting, know. like, multiverse stories. I want the multiverse story of Super Pets. When, when, when will I be you able to the... get... Um, uh, Are you talking about the Pet Avengers? Yeah, I want pets being able to beat beat up Thanos. That was such a weird story that we stumbled across. I don't uh, know how to. Uh, I st I still don't know how to react to that, honestly. Yeah, the Pet Avengers was a very weird thing. But yeah, I don't know. This movie is good. I enjoy the score. The Stan Lee cameo is probably the funniest Stan Lee cameo in the entire MCU. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You have the, um, you know, the last Spider-Man movie, Spider-Man Homecoming. Or was it Far from... No, no. Um, uh, no, it's Far From Home. It's like, have you guys never seen... Uh, wait, that was I haven't even seen War. Far From Home. Wait, haven't I, I yeah. haven't even seen Far From Home, have I? So yeah, no, it must have been No, you haven't. No, it so, was yeah. Infinity War. Wait, really? Yeah, that was the Infinity War cameo. Oh, right, okay. Because at the time, I was like, I, I feel like that was the second time I seen Spider-Man. Or I guess it would be the Would've third time, the third yes, time. including... <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, no, it wasn't his own but, movie. No, it was just Infinity Wars. Like, 
Well, you guys haven't seen a spaceship before? Yeah, it was literally when uh, Cole Obsidian was attacking New York. Um, oh, yeah, that makes sense now. Okay. I'm going to tell you right now, there's no stand. <coughs> oh, God. What? Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, there's no Stan, Stan Lee cameo in, in uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. No. Is that like when he died? I forgot when he died. Pretty sure he died before Endgame actually came out. Um, but there was a cameo recorded for him in Endgame. And like, honestly, if any movie had to be the last movie to get a Stan Lee cameo, Endgame is a pretty solid one. Like, that is very solid as a last one. Yeah. So, how far back is Captain Marvel? Uh, Captain Marvel takes place in the 90s. Stanley is just like, hey, how's it hanging? The fucking 90s. Yep, I believe it's actually in 1995. Fortunately, we will get to see Coulson. Oh my god, we gotta see Adrian Coulson. Though... Like, we don't get to see another character, which doesn't really make much sense, because they usually, like, I actually don't know when um, Coulson and Agent May started having, like, a lot of missions together. I don't either, um, but whatever. I, I'm There's still kind of surprised that the actress who plays Agent May, like, also plays Mulan. <laughs> The duality of of acting. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I, I see a lot of, um, like, oh my god, this person sounds like, is also, this person that voiced this character also voices this character. They don't sound anything alike. It's like, that's, that's voice acting for you. It's a job. Yeah, I, I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. Um, anyway, back on this movie. Score's great. Um, Ant-Man, like, the, the main theme of the movie is pretty good. Uh, I really like, uh, once again, like, Cassie is, like, fantastic character. Um, still, uh, really, really waiting for when she's, uh, gonna get her powers and actually become the character in the comics that I really love. Um, I still don't know what name they're going to go with. They haven't told us, even though like in the most recent Ant-Man movie, they actually gave her, like they actually have her having her powers and everything. Why does, but they didn't, why does she need a superhero name, especially in that movie, which I'm pretty sure she's not interacting with the general populace. I mean, she has been for a while, apparently. Hmm. In, in, in the main story of the movie, sure, she's not, but like the implication is that she has been at interacting with the general population. Like, you know, I don't need like 
But, oh, I'm Iron Man, or I'm Captain America. Which is funny, because everyone else she's already a- knows their secret identities anyway, so why do you need these fancy names? Not like Superman, where no one actually knows it's fucking Clark. Well, I mean, okay, there are some people whose identities in the MCU are kept secret. Um... At least from the general population. I mean, obviously, like, the main Avengers, I'm pretty sure everybody knows who each of them are, like, in a civilian sort of sense. But, like, Peter Parker, Mm -hmm, people, like, Spider-Man is one that, like, very much has a secret identity. Um, Why is Spider-Man the only one I can think of? I swear to God, those sirens, Jesus Christ, were they, like, yeah, going I, around I, the block? Like, it, Yeah, I even heard them in uh, on on my end. It was just weird. Oh my but God, yeah, um, now they're back. Get a life! Yeah, I can hear them again. What the hell? Is that getting into recording at all? A little bit, yeah. Alright. That, that's well, why, that's uh, why I kind of mentioned it. Though I am starting yeah, to, like, I, muting my own audio while, like, when I'm noticing it's happening. Yeah, I don't so, know. I, I think so it's... I'm really sorry about all that if it manages to continue. If it gets kept in the recording, there's just nothing I can do on my end. No, I can just go outside yeah. like, hey, sirens, stop it. <laughs> yeah, uh, if it's ambulances, stop saving people's lives. If it's police, stop existing. If it's firefighters, <laughs> keep doing what you're doing. You, you you deserve like all the respect in the world for that shit. But it, it didn't sound like fire truck sirens. Yeah, no. I, I honestly cannot tell the difference between, like, a siren from a police, like, car and an ambulance. Like, I, I, I've heard them both a number of times. I cannot tell the difference. I, I think I can tell the difference. Like, I'm trying to imagine, like, an ambulance, but I don't know if that's, like, you know, just, like, fate in my mind. And that's just totally not what an ambulance sounds like. Or if I'm actually, like, um, onto something. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but anyway... Okay, are, the, are, are, are you done the- circling the block? Okay, I think we're in the clear. Okay, so... What was I talking about before this happened? I think something oh, right. about Cass. uh, Cassie. Yeah, Cassie, um... So, like, in the comics, there was one name she went by that I particularly hope they use... Uh, it's Stature. I, I, I really like the name Stature for her. Um, but, of course, she has others. Um, so, it'll be a little interesting to see what they go for in the MCU, but I don't know. Like, I don't particularly care that much. Um, yeah, I, and I obviously, get you. like, yeah, and obviously, like, they're bringing her in... Like, and giving her her powers and everything, because clearly, like, this is the setup for the Young Avengers. Um, 
And, like, the Young Avengers in the comics originally formed to fight Kang the Conqueror. And that's clearly what they're going for here as well. Although, it seems like they're not gonna... It seems like they're not gonna have Hulkling. Um, and I think they're gonna replace Hulkling with Scar. Which would be extremely unfortunate, because Hulkling, and I believe it was Wiccan... It was either Hulkling and Wiccan or Hulking and uh, Hulkling and Speed. Um, I can't remember honestly. Um, but like they were one of the best gay couples in all of Marvel Comics, and it would be really sad to not have that relationship in the MCU. Hmm. But whatever. We have the fucking event. We have young Avengers, Young Avengers. Fucking pet Avengers. West Coast Avengers. <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. Oh, god damn it. You thought I was joking, didn't you? I hoped. And I think, like, <laughs> like there's a, a bit of my brain, it's like, haha, funny joke. And then there's just immediately, like, oh, that's real, isn't it? Like, before you even said anything. I was like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's very much a real thing. So, yeah. I don't know. But, yeah. Uh, so, this movie, honestly, it really only exists to tell us what the hell Scott was doing during Infinity War, and also to kind of Plant the seeds of, uh, like, quantum realm shit that's gonna come back later. I mean, look at, um, Captain America, the first Avenger. That only existed as a trailer. Yeah, that was basically just a trailer for the Avengers. A a an hour and a half long trailer for an hour and a half long movie, but still. <laughs> I mean, I guess it also set up America Captain, but whatever. I mean, it set up Captain America, it set up Peggy Carter, it set up Bucky Barnes, it set up the fucking Tesseract, it set up the Avengers. It also set up Hydra. Can't forget that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it does, doesn't it? So, and ironically, then we I realized think... Hydra existed before World War II. Yeah, um, that uh, we learned that thanks to uh, Agents Shield season three. So, like that was a whole interesting thing. Hydra actually achieves their goal, and then they proceed to just die off in season five, unless you count Red Skull because he's still roaming around somewhere. But I don't think he's going to start Hydra up again. I I don't I it unless we see like movie of Hydro Two Electric Boogaloo I don't think um I don't think he's doing much these days. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if Red Skull just like goes and chills on a planet and relaxes and does nothing until he dies. And, but, you yeah, know, that's I mean, just, like, if he hasn't already died. 
Yeah, for all we know, he could already be dead. Um, I mean, it, I don't I don't know how this sort of um, you know, he was kept alive during the event with the Infinity Stone's power. So then, like when he stopped getting his infinite life, does his clock just start again, or like does all that time just catch up with him? I mean, the the directors have said he's just free to go, like, he's free to leave. So that kind of yeah. implies that the time doesn't just catch up to him immediately. Also, if he's free to go, like, how much time would he have left on this, uh, on, of his existence? Like, I don't he know. died once. He died. But no. Also, okay, the Tesseract is... teleported him. It didn't kill him. Teleported him where? To the Infinity Stone? It teleported him to Vormir, where he became the guardian of the Soul, soul Stone. I see. As, like, a punishment. <laughs> for his actions or for accidentally teleporting? I think just for touching the stone. Huh. Even though he didn't okay, actually touch the stone, he touched the cube that was around the stone. Okay, but with the Whatever. other people that who can just fear, you know, just casually touch this, uh, the Tesseract. I don't know. Maybe it's because they... I don't know. I, I would say it's because they don't have evil intent, but then Loki, Loki is able to use it, so... Um, I don't know. Maybe it's, like, intent plus, like, how powerful you are or something. I, mean, I don't yeah, I mean, when know. it comes it, to, like, power level, um, I would absolutely think that Loki is more powerful than Red Skull. Yeah, I mean, that's a pretty safe assumption there. I mean, like, Red Skull is essentially just worse Captain America, so... I mean, I don't know. Captain America did beat Loki. And, you know, all of his other friends, too. I mean, with help. <laughs> I mean, the person I mean, who America really was beat Loki. Yeah, but the person who really beat Loki in that movie was Hulk. So. Half an army. Oh, yeah, but we have a Hulk. Uh, puny god. But, uh, anyway. You want to get on to the critic ratings? Uh, ratings of critics. Uh, we have two professional ratings and the um, hive mind of Google. So, IMDB gives it a 7 point nothing out of 10. Why 7.0? Yeah, or just 7. I don't know why Star is saying point. Sorry. Uh, Ron Tomatoes gives us a, a 87%, and 85% of Google users like this movie. I'll give this an 8. Just an 8. Okay. But... Mm -hmm. Yeah, 
I think it's on par with all the other movies I gave in this rating. Because you know what I think about this movie, Avery? Are you gonna fucking say that it has too much water? It has too much fucking water! <laughs> Alright, so Lily's giving this a 7.8. Uh, but with all that being said, join us next week for um, some stuff. And some other stuff. Uh, <laughs> let let me let me open my notebook again so I can fucking remember oh, wait, what we're it doing was, next um, week. No, not the gift. Okay, I should just stop pretending that I um try and recall it from my memory. I just look. I just pulled up the schedule. Um, I mean, I have it Fantasia, in front of me. Fantasia, Dragon Prince, and Prince the, Two. Yeah, Dragon Prince Book Two, Sky. Join us next month for Captain Marvel, and in like. A fucking year and a half or something for Ant-Man 3. Who knows? That's a rough it'll estimate. It'll be a while before we... probably longer. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be a while before we get to Ant-Man 3. But yeah, until then, I've been Avery, that's been Lily, and we will be seeing you.